Hello, One Bad Parents. This is Biz, and it's Halloween. So grab your lovey and turn off the lights, because I've invited my sister, Helen Michelle, back to join me for a little terrifying bonus episode all about our family haunts. This year, we will talk about superstitions and omens. Turn down your mics. The Ellis sisters are here. Uh, it's true, and I have to tell you yes. that I've just arranged my uh, trick-or-treat candy bowl, because here in New York City, <laughs> I do not get trick-or-treaters in this apartment building because it's full of very old people and ghosts, <laughs> and I usually get three trick-or-treaters if I'm lucky a year, so we just had a party, and so I'm putting out old party favors for the trick-or-treaters. So this year, if you come to my house, you will have a selection of playing cards from you, from casinos and candy cigarettes. <laughs> I am turning into that lady. Ooh, we want to go to that lady's house. Yes, <laughs> that, playing cards and candy cigarettes. That is the best. So last year, you came on, and we talked about being raised to believe in ghosts, and we talked about the ghosts that we grew up with. Yes. This year, as promised, we are going to talk about family superstitions and omens, which we obviously also grew up with. Yes, we don't have we don't have OCD. We're just superstitious. That's right. I need to throw the salt over my shoulder, and I'm sorry if it hits you. That's correct. I'm just going to start because you you always have a better memory for this. But I am going to start with one that again, just like believing in ghosts, is totally normal to us. So are superstitions, and don't seem weird until you do them out in public. And except in the South, I think everybody just doesn't find that weird at all. But I had Katie Bell, and Stefan and I are driving along, and Katie Bell's like maybe two or three, and we drive past a cemetery, and I say, Put your finger up. Yeah, put your finger up. And Katie Bell says, why? And I say, you'll be the next one to die if you don't. And Stefan almost drove off the road. He was like, what? And I said, I don't know. We just did that growing up all the time. It wasn't <laughs> weird when our parents said it to us. But I, I guess now that I say it to a three-year-old, it does sound peculiar. That said, Katie Bell, now make sure we never miss a cemetery. That's a cemetery. That's right. you, and and I, I uh, believe it's your index finger. It is. You don't it is. shoot the bird. Yeah, don't shoot the bird. And anger the dead ghost. That's you right. You put up your index finger. And I believe on the same car rides, it would have been unusual to driving past the cemetery with all of our fingers up Mm -hmm. and the sun might be shining and it would be raining at the same time. Here in the north, apparently, people call that sun showers. But we were raised with, oh, look, Helen Michelle, the devil's beating his wife. (laughs) That is what they would say. That turns out, again, when you say that outside in the world, when that happens, People are surprised. Yes, we just call that colorful conversation. (laughs) Well, I also seem to remember, Mama. I also want, I think that we should be playing a drinking game amongst all your mothers. Every time I make you cackle, (laughs) I have to drink. You have to drink whenever I cackle. What will I do? Get ready. I know. Take out the whole bottle. (laughs) Get the the brown stuff. So, Mama, 
just like the ghost. We get mm-hmm. most of this from Mama's side of the family, mm-hmm. uh, though Papa has always humored her, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Because even pa- Papa's one of the ones who holds his finger up when we go out to the airport next past the cemetery whenever oh, yeah. we go to visit. But the, I seem to remember something about holding your feet up, going over a bridge. Oh, yeah. What was that? Do you have any... I don't know why we did it, but I still do it. Uh, yeah. I don't know why we did it, but I still do it. I assume... Probably, you know, but here's here's what I remember about mm. feet. Yeah. Okay. I'm in the third grade. <laughs> and Mrs. Hocutt and Mrs. Uh, Mizell were yes. our teachers. I'm in the third grade, and the classroom was, was a big classroom, and it was shared with second grade. So at one point, we're all on our you know, carpet squares, listening to the history mm. of the American Indians or whatever. And Mrs. Mizell says, are there any questions? And you would think a question might be, you know, what is maize? Or, right. <laughs> or, Where did they go to the know, bathroom? It's that smallpox <laughs> blanket thing for real. But Jill Sigler mm. raised her hand. Mrs. Mizell called on her, and she said, yeah, Mrs. Mizell, is it true that if you go to sleep and leave your arm or leg hanging off the bed, the devil will reach up and grab it? (laughs) Drink. Just totally unrelated. I still do not leave anything hanging off the bed. Never. Never. (laughs) Never, never, never. Never. In fact, we run and jump into our beds. (laughs) <laughs> flying leap over to the bed. Well, but like I, my assumption with most of superstitions, if I don't have an answer as to why you do it, my answer usually is you'll die. <laughs> or the devil, or the devil, devil will, will get, get you. you. The devil will get you. That's right. Or bad luck. Mama, a oh, yeah, big bad one luck. is you do not pass salt hand to hand. Right. Because if you do, that is bad luck. And if you by accident do it, if some crazy person sticks that salt in your hand, or if you spill salt, both Mm -hmm. of these have the same cure. That is, you take salt and you throw it over your shoulder. Yes. Yes. And I make the children do that too. Yes. Also, no umbrellas opened in the house, but I feel like that's kind of universal. And then there is the one that, one of my favorites. Bread and butter. Bread and butter come to supper. Would you like to explain bread and butter come to supper? I honestly do not know. Again, I think that it's to ward off bad luck or you're going to have a fight with you're the gonna person. You're going to have a that fight. That is what it is. You're going to have a fight. Okay, so what it is is you're walking on the street and you come to a stop sign or a traffic meter or another person. A train. <laughs> yes, and you have to stay, you have to go around that person on the same side. If you split, you know, and go around the pole separately, you have to ward off, you have to ward off bad luck by one of you says bread and butter and the other person says come to supper. And every time I would do this with mama, I would say, why are we doing this? Because we'll have a fight later. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. We're going to have a fight right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This was like (laughs) your teenage rebellion years where you intentionally, I mean, because, yes. From, I mean, some like, people, you know, some little girls, I don't know, <laughs> rebel by dating the bad boy right, or right. sneaking out of their window right. or getting drunk <laughs> or, you know, cutting their hair off or getting a tattoo. And I rebel by simply <laughs> walking on the other walking side. around stop signs <laughs> to anger my mother. I will not say it. I, mean, I won't say it. I'm going to do it and I'm not going to say that's it. That's right. Bread and butter, Helen Michelle. Bread and butter. And I 
Fuck yeah. you, my mouth. My mouth hurt. I know. <laughs> never. Never, never, never. No, never. Never in my life have I said that. Oh. Never. Except for once. We are not going to derail into the things you used to yell at mama know, before you slammed into our I know, I teenage know. years. But even now, I can watch mama. We are all grown women. We will go home, and if we are walking somewhere, and Helen Michelle goes on the other side of something, she will chase. She will she bite. Will no, she now, she now bites her tongue, and she goes, mm, mm, <laughs> "Not going to say it." I'm like, "Mama, just say it. Just say it. Say it. Bread and butter." <laughs> <laughs> I said, uh, "You know, it makes me think of you know, I I, I married a." First-generation Greek-American New Yorker. <laughs> so, you know, they have some superstitions. They have the evil eye. Yeah. We all have an evil eye. The word, you know, when Katie Bell was born, yeah. we gave her an evil eye for her crib, which is just a nice little yeah. glass, and it's a blown glass thing. And I remember being, so I often tell my husband superstitions and see what what he has to say. So I noticed, these days, especially these days, people, young women walking around with the worst posture in the world because they're on their cell phones, you know, mm-hmm. and my mother, our mother, oh. you know, grew up saying, pull your shoulders back, pull, pull your shoulders, shoulders back, back. Pull your you know, have good back. posture, pull your shoulders back, and she would point out old women yeah. in the grocery store saying, with, you know, osteoporosis, yeah. saying that's what happens when you don't hold your shoulders back. And my husband says, oh, no, my grandmother says, that's what happens to people who lie to their yayas. Because oh! <laughs> <laughs> you don't lie to your grandmother or you will, be, you will curl over like an uh, old oak tree. <laughs> and another thing, again, here I am. I've, been, I've lived in New York for 25 years. And again, the superstitions here in New York, <laughs> I feel, are just hypochondria. <laughs> Under the guise of superstition, it's got nothing so to do I with hear the things, devil. I hear nothing to do with the devil. Just, uh, you know, just bad luck. So you can't put your purse on the floor. You can't put shoes on the bed or a coat on the bed. And I was just talking to my friend about this yesterday, and I said it just sounds like germs. And she says, "Or is it superstition?" She says, "No, no, it really is all about bed bugs." It's about <laughs> I was say bugs. there are lots of places in New York. I don't want to put my purse down. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> So I think that, uh, you know, the Northerners, uh, they're not really, really, really super More practical mm-hmm. than, than, again, trying to ward off evil. Mm-hmm. Oh, or, yeah, you can't tell every morning. Oh, yeah. You cannot tell your dreams before you eat breakfast or they're going to come true. That's right. Well, there was also, this does not seem as Southern, but it was a rule in our house, and that was mm-hmm. you cannot read your fortune cookie until you've eaten the whole cookie or it won't come true. Well, that's why we don't have eating disorders. That's right. <laughs> Thanks, Mama. Yeah, and the other the thing they do here in the again here in the, in New York City, you can't reach your fortune cookie without ending it by saying "in bed." That's less of a curse. <laughs> less of a curse and more of a thing. All right, we also grew up with omens. You know, mm-hmm. not only did we all, Mama and I and you, you more often have had prophetic dreams is what I would call them. I do have a lot of them. Yeah, you mm-hmm. have a lot. And one of the ones that I never told you about was. Oh, me? Now yeah, you have told you? I've never told you this before. 
this going to be bad? You no, that you told me. Oh, okay. But I didn't tell you it was. <laughs> it was great. true. But you had. I was at camp up yeah. at Timberlake one summer. Yeah. I was like, you know, I was incoming freshman, just you know, just graduated high school. Was up there, and. I was calling you from the payphone to talk about something, and you say, oh, Elizabeth, I just had the weirdest dream about you. I had a dream that you were pregnant. And I was like, oh, oh Lord. Well, I wasn't pregnant, but I had <laughs> lost my virginity. <laughs> oh, Lord. And I, and I was like this. Yes, of course, on purpose. Oh, and Lord. I know, but I thought, ugh. That's but I remember, weird. yes, I remember the other time you yes, called me. Uh, from camp. Helen Shell was not, had been at this camp in the past. Mm-hmm. And the boy that she had dated. Grown uh, man. A uh, grown man. <laughs> was still there that summer that I was there. And that morning I woke up and was coming across the camp. And the director calls me over and says, Jonathan has been in a car accident. And with two other people, and he was driving, and you need to call your sister and tell her. And I was like, what? (laughs) What? You're like 18 years old? Yeah, I'm like 18 years old. And so I was like, okay. So I pick up the phone. I call Helen Michelle, who was asleep, who I woke up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I say, Helen. And before I can say anything, Helen Mm -hmm. Michelle says. I think it was I had a terrible dream that we were stitching up his face, you know, like Frankenstein, like mm-hmm. there, there, I, I think that's what I remember was I, there had been an accident and we were stitching up his face. I said, well, is that what you remember? Yeah. You just said, mm-hmm. I remember you saying, oh, you just woke me up. I had, I was having this horrible dream mm-hmm. that he was in an accident. Mm-hmm. I, I want to say that you said that he had died because I mm-hmm. feel like my next line was, he's not dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but somebody else was. I know somebody else was. And I was mm-hmm. like, but he has been seriously injured mm-hmm. and did have to have his face stitched up. Mm-hmm. I remember just being like, of course you know this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course mm-hmm. you just had this dream. Mm-hmm. What else? Give me more. You have another one that played uh, into my life. You have a lot of my dreams. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I'm very, very connected to you. I've had dreams about your children. Yes. I've had dreams that you were pregnant. Yes. You were before you knew you were pregnant. The same One day. The same, mm-hmm. day. the same day. The same day. I sent you an email. You were somewhere. I was up at you know, a wedding in the, wild in the upstate somewhere. New York somewhere. And I sent you an email saying, I just dreamed that you were pregnant with, and you had a little boy, and Stefan's grandfather was at the hospital, we were all at the hospital, and, you know, the little boy was born, and you, I believe you went straight to a drugstore and got a pregnancy test. And yeah, I actually had one with me because I was concerned, <laughs> and so I took it. Always prepared. I know. So I took it, and I was like, God damn, I'm pregnant. <laughs> I uh, stole your thunder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you hell, Michelle. You know that dream you had? It's true. I'm pregnant. <laughs> But then also, also you had a dream. Mm-hmm. We had just bought the house here in mm-hmm. Pasadena. Mm-hmm. And you call and say, I do not Are we want. talking about this, the Katie Bell dream? Yeah. I saw I can tell it? Yes. Yeah, I had, I can see it like it was yesterday. I had a very vivid dream. You just bought the house. And I had a very vivid dream of, you know, three-year-old or two-year-old Katie Bell running out into the street and getting hit by a car. And, and I, that's all I've told you about. That's all I need to tell you yeah, about. Yeah, that's all you need but to tell me about. But it was so 
I can I swear I still, still worry about yeah. it. I was so oh, vivid. So mm-hmm. I say we and our house was on like the one street that doesn't have speed bumps. It does mm-hmm. get a lot of traffic through it. You know, there was no fence. And one of the mm-hmm. very first things that I did on the house was get somebody to come out and put a fence up. <laughs> Five years later, I'm talking. I don't know how it came up, but Stefan and I are kind of going back and forth on something. And I was like, why do you think we got that fence? We got that fence because Helen Michelle called me and told me she had a dream of Katie Bell getting hit by a car. And he goes, that's why we got the fence? And I was like, of course that's why we got the fence. Of course. That is why we have that. I'm like, you know, I still, I'm just like, if my sister calls and says she had a very vivid dream, I will take that seriously. I've had two two prophetic dreams. One, the only one I'm going to share, though, is I had been in a relationship with a real jerk on many Can moments. I tell the story about when I met him in New York on the fly? <laughs> this is after. Was we it, were well, no, no longer is, seeing each other, by oh, yeah, the way. Oh, yeah. This is long after, but he had made enough of an impression. So this yes. has got to be like 1993. And I was at Old Town Bar in Union Square, in New York City with a friend, and I'm going to call the person, <laughs> I'm going to call this person Bill. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyway, so I'm with the person, and I'm going to call him Charlie. So I'm sitting across the table from Charlie, and I hear this Helen Michelle. No and one I calls look you up, that. And I couldn't even tell I could never, like, pick this person out of a lineup yeah. now. I couldn't tell you what he looks like, but I remember this conversation. And I look up, and and he says, it's me. And I turn to my friend, and I say, oh, well, first I, I say this, I say to, to Bill, I'm like, oh, Bill, this is my friend Charlie. Charlie, this is the son of a bitch who hurt my sister. <laughs> And that and that was all that was said. That was all that was said, and he walked mm-hmm. away. But I, mm-hmm. so I, regardless, I was out of that relationship. Mm-hmm. I had lots of good therapy and was in a very good and happy place in my life much mm-hmm. later. Mm-hmm. And he calls out of the blue one night and says, you know, do you want to, you know, can we talk? Do you want to talk? What's going on? And I had friends over. And... Mm-hmm. Years earlier, I would have probably said yes, but this time I said, no, I can't talk. I've got, mm-hmm. you know, friends over. I can't talk to you right now. And, you know, have a have a good night, right? Mm-hmm. And hung up. And then that night, I had this dream where he came to me in the dream and, like, had, like, put hands on my arms, right? Like, mm-hmm. across, like, puts his hands on my shoulders and says, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I am okay. K now. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was so real. And then the next day, I get a call from a mutual friend telling me that he had killed himself. Mm-hmm. And I always just took it as his way of letting me know mm-hmm. that this was, he was in a better place, you know, mm-hmm. and that it's he not was, your fault. And that it's not my fault. And, mm-hmm. you know, for not taking that call. And mm-hmm. anyway, but I was just like, so. <laughs> I don't know about you, Helen Michelle, but I, as a result of even just having one that, you know, was prophetic, (laughs) I, at this point in time, if I dream of somebody too often or dream, Mm -hmm. I'm like, maybe I should call and check on that person, 
Mm-hmm. I do it. I do the same thing. Yeah. I, do, I do the same thing. It's, oh, I had this very weird dream and you were in it. <laughs> How is everything? <laughs> I do. I do it. I do that all the time. I do yeah. that all the time. Did, and I do have uh, dreams about our grandmother yeah. a lot. And yeah, I do. I do believe. I do believe that when dead people come to you in the dreams, it's a form of a ghost. Oh, I agree. No, mm-hmm. I agree. And mm-hmm. I, I always also assume that when... Oh, but I will tell you. Oh, go ahead. I did tell you this. So, I don't know, two nights ago, my husband wakes up in the morning, comes in to find me asleep on the couch in the coral lounge. <laughs> and, and he says, oh... Was I snoring? Did you wake up because I was snoring? I said no. And he said, <laughs> he said, is it? Did you? You didn't drink anything last night, you know? Did, so you didn't wake up because you like had a martini or something. Why did you wake up? And I just said, zombie dream. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new anxiety dream. <laughs> zombie dreams. And in the dreams, I just say, oh, just come and get me. <laughs> I am not. I am not meant to survive the zombie apocalypse. I do not have enough sunscreen. <laughs> Where, you know, I don't have enough tampons. That's right. That's right. There are a <laughs> lot of things. There are just some creature comforts that I need <laughs> in the zombie apocalypse. Just come and get me. That's right. I'm here That's in the coral lounge. That, I do not think that, that the zombie dreams are real. <laughs> you have to be able to figure out, you know, which dreams That's are right. real and which dreams are not real. That's right. Uh, <laughs> and on that note, I'm going to say, stop having dreams about me. <laughs> I think they've all served you pretty well. They they've have. That, pretty well. That is true. That is true. <laughs> it's sort of like, you know, whenever you answer the phone, I'm expecting Hill Michelle to either say, I just had a dream, or somebody answer the phone and say, no one's dead. <laughs> well, my husband, my husband says, you know, ever so often I'll dream, sometimes I'll dream that I cheat on him and oh, yeah. I wake up so relieved that I didn't. Yeah. But sometimes I'll dream that he cheated on me and I will be mad at him the whole day. Absolutely. And he will say, but I didn't do anything. (laughs) You cannot be mad at me. I didn't do anything. But you did. It was very real. (laughs) My only dreams I ever have about Stefan are him being a total asshole. (laughs) (laughs) But let me tell you. But then, of course, I tell him about dreams that I have about usually celebrities. Most recently, a thin Jonah Hill. Which is very enjoyable. And he says, why do you think I want to hear about that? Well, it's just a dream. I don't. (laughs) Just a dream. Just a dream. Well, hello, Michelle. Thank you so much for joining me to talk about how normal everything is for our family. Dreams and omens. Dreams and omens. And uh, next year, maybe you'll have to come back on, and it'll be it'll be after your new book comes out, oh. which is coming out in April, which is a collection of all true stories. Yes. It's called uh, Southern Lady Code, coming out in April, but you'll have to come back next year so we can talk about your eighth grade Halloween party. Yes, which is which is in Southern Lady Coast. That's correct. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Hello Michelle. Bye. Bye. So, kitties, that's it for our bonus Halloween spooktacular episode. I'll be back later this week with Teresa. Bye.
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.